Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we talk with Tessa Chesser, a professional trail runner for Kraft Sportswear based in Flagstaff, Arizona, who is lining up for the Western States 100 this year after securing a golden ticket at the 2021 Javelina 100. Before we get started, though, this episode of Single Track is brought to you by Soar Running. Soar Running, that's S-O-A-R Running, are a London-based high-performance running apparel brand. Why am I excited to partner with Soar? Well, if you're like me, you take pride in your running gear and you want the best. That's why I'm stoked about this brand. They are pushing the running apparel boundaries when it comes to producing gear that we care about, like wet and cold weather layers and racing kits. I'm also excited because they are finally moving into the trail running space. After years in the figurative lab, they have launched a trail-specific clothing line that I've had a chance to test. Specifically, their half-zip t-shirts, trail race vests, and trail shorts, all out on multi-hour runs in my backyard at the Wasatch Range. This apparel is the real deal. If you want help getting kitted out for your training and racing needs, Soar is offering us an exclusive 20% savings at SoarRunning.com. All you got to do is enter the code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout, but act fast. This code is only valid through June and July. I'm stoked, people, and I care about you all. I wouldn't be endorsing something if I didn't believe in it and use it myself, so go check out Soar Running when you get a chance. With that, let's get on with the show. All right, Tessa Chesser, welcome to the Single Track Podcast. Thanks for having me. I do want to cover a bit of background with you before we get into Western States. I'm curious, what attracted you to ultras? What made you want to take it so seriously at the point we're at now? (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, You are the second human that has asked me that question, and I attribute I attribute a lot of this to growing up uh, in a household that, uh, you know, that that idolized Bruce Lee, that idolized, you know, the ability to work out and just like and just uh, I, I giggle because it takes me back to an extent where <laughs> my pop at one point was like, hey, so we're going to go run bleachers for fun. <laughs> and so so anyways, I only say that because that just gives you a little bit of the DNA in which in which is uh, the Chesser household. But yeah. um, if I'm if I'm super honest, I uh, I was an athlete in college. I played soccer. I grew up playing soccer. I rode motocross um, a little bit until I got hurt. And then um and then anyways, I, I didn't really think about the idea or the modality of running per se. And until um, until I met somebody that, you know, showed me what running was all about, if you will. But then yeah. more importantly, I think when you are, you know, born and bred to be, uh, you know, this 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 athlete, this, this, uh, human that, that wants to take on quite a few things. Um, it's just in the DNA to an extent. And I think you ride, I think you ride the highs and, and you manage the lows. And so, um, and so anyways, I digress, but my, I think my point is, is I think I saw the opportunity and I have that mindset that just kind of, um, appreciates the grind, if you will. I was going to say, uh, you've said in other interviews that hard work <laughs> is addicting, which what a blessing. I mean, a lot of us struggle to find motivation to, to get the, the difficult things in life done, you know, deep work, but it sounds like that's something you embrace. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think for the most part, I'm a fairly serial optimist. Um, you know, I think for me, the glass is always pretty half full, and I like I like. Um, I always say, because it's always said to me, um, you know, every day that you get to wake up in the morning, it's a good day. You know, you get to be alive and not everyone mm. gets that opportunity. And so um, I was I was raised that way. And I feel like when we get the opportunity in whatever modality, right, it could be running, it could be anything um, that fills your cup. But I think when we get the opportunity to test and push those limits, and, and for me, when I wake up sore or feel uh, soreness, uh, for whatever reason, I just think to myself, like, wow, I w was really... Um, I, it was what a great day to have been able to use the body and mm. then it allows for me to feel like I'm alive a little bit you know like we're not just moving through life day to day we're actually like moving through life uh, and and using using uh, our body in a way that um, that's pretty spectacular and wow what can it do you know amen um, <laughs> you're based in Flagstaff Arizona Obviously, in our community, it's a place of legend. There's incredible training opportunities, incredible people. It's one of the meccas. Uh, can you talk about how important that place is to you in your training equation and like your rise and success in the sport? Yeah, I lived in, I love Flagstaff. Um, unfortunately, right now it's on fire, but. Uh... I love Flagstaff and I've lived in a couple of quite a few actually different places and and I'm currently um, grateful to call Flagstaff home. I actually am uprooting and moving um, to Colorado here here fairly soon and so oh, nice. why I say that is is because Flagstaff for me is does have roots it does have core it has it has a lot of really beautiful things one is community right you get to walk out your front door and you know there's anything from mountain bikers to road marathoners to track athletes you know mm. to athletes everything is bred within this area um for those reasons but i also I also lived in Mammoth, um, you know, for a year, and, and I would say the same thing there, right, to the point where there, you build and create the community, and and uh, that felt that way there as well, and I'm looking forward to heading out to Summit County and, and hopefully doing um, that same feeling, right, creating that community that, yeah. um, you know, sets the tone but helps helps hopefully drag you out of bed, <laughs> Which for me, I'm for a lot of people know that uh, if it's before eight a.m., it's not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, yeah, Flagstaff is pivotal in that sense. But um, but I um, appreciate what it has provided, and and I look forward to the next chapter. Yeah. Well, one more question on sort of like philosophical grounds before we dig into Western. Uh, can you talk about respecting the mental aspect of training as much as you respect the physical aspect? Um, I think you said something in another interview again, where like ninety minute on ninety minutes on the feet is also ninety minutes on the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, right now I'm navigating. Right now I'm currently navigating some adversity uh, through the way my body is handling some certain things, and yeah. I think that as we think highly of ourselves as athletes and runners, adversity will always enter through the window or the front door. And mm. I think how we want to manage that and navigate that is, is uh, 
pivotal in the sense of our mental, um, our mental health and mental capacities just become so, I'd almost say more important uh, than, mm. than moving our body from point A to point B. And I, and I say that because the body will go as far as the mind will allow us. And, and said another way, uh, the, 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 body can heal as far as the mind will allow and so and so I say all that because I think for me personally I have to check myself and and take the and not and remember to not take things for granted and I say that because you know if as we move through adversity and as we and as we navigate a hundred mile race or even a five mile race or even a one mile run uh you know the the mental aspect that the weight in which we put on those things can feel you know can feel at times like a lot and or aggressive and so i always remind myself and my coach does a really beautiful job of reminding me that um you know at the end of the day we are humans and 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 first and foremost we are humans we are athletes and all these other things but um to remember that to remember that uh we can allow so much power and if we let our minds you know be that positive entity um we can certainly we can certainly uh go for a pretty cool trip righteous (laughs) you snagged a ticket at javelina last fall and i'm curious i mean that was like nine months ago right like how has it been easy or has it been hard to keep the fire burning since then um like what's your mindset been like yeah, the fi- the fire <laughs> fires is uh, not to not to use fire right now just because it flies. I know. I know. Sorry, that was that was probably um, poorly worded. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I was gonna reference. I was gonna reference it, you know, in the sense of like, yeah, the fire is big as was as big as as it <laughs> here, and then I was like, ah, that's probably poor choice of words, Tessa. Um, the the fire the fire in me, of course, is one in which can be dialed, but it never goes away. Um, and I think that is a passion for this life, the one in which we have existing today. And so, and so it's burning now more than ever, uh, to an extent and, 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 and for more reasons, uh, for more reasons, just outside of just more than just Western states, meaning the idea of having exposure to biking and, and skiing and running and to be this multi-modality human is is really really exciting and yes of course western is you know i i i i trained for that for a year yeah. uh specifically western only i trained for specifically western only for a year and so and so um i say all that because um as I, as I probably alluded to at the beginning part of this, I, I am facing some adversity. And so we're going to see how things shake out. But, but more importantly, my fire for this life is, is, uh, infinite. And I, and I can't wait to, um, I can't wait to try on a few other things to be, um, you know, Tessa, the inspiration, Tessa, the athlete, Tessa, the human, Tessa, the multimodality human, uh, so on and so forth. So, We'll talk about those feelings for race day. Like what, do you have any expectations, any goals, just enjoying the day? Like what, what do you think? Where's your mind at right now on that? Yeah, I have, um, I have some expectations for sure. I, 
I am, um, I'm, I'm going to be walking a little bit of a fine line. So okay. we'll have to see how things play out. And I think for any race, uh, for that matter, I, uh, I typically set up three goal, three goals and, and, or three to four goals, right? Because when we think about running those types of miles, uh, in mileage in general, we never know what, what right. car we're going to get that day or which one we select. And so, and so anyways, I always like to, I always like to think to myself, um, let's just be smart. And so I think heading into this race in particular, I, I want to be able to be smart because wow, Western, uh, as I said, I trained for, for a year <laughs> while wow, Western is this big thing. Um, it's not my only thing for this year. So I, I, I want to make sure that I head into it with um, some intelligence. So right. that to me is going to be a pretty big goal. Well, you mentioned the fine line, which I think a lot of athletes in our sport can relate to. It's ultra running. We're always taking risks out there. Um, I think one thing that I like to keep in mind in my athletic endeavors is just what an opportunity we have to care deeply about a race. Just like everything we do in the lead up, regardless of what transpires on race day, like you said, you've been thinking about this race for a year, training for for a year. Um, think about how much fun you had in the lead up and the stuff you got to do in training. Like, it's so cool. So this is just, I mean, it's, I know it's like cliche, but the race is like the icing on the cake, but everything else is at the core of it. You know, um, do you have a mantra for race day? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I don't on this particular day. I giggle because I was, I have some packs. I have a pack that I will be wearing and I have some ideas about how I decorate it yeah. I mean one of my other things on the side is I love fashion so much and and and, and like what am I gonna wear on waist day you know and I giggle just because I like am trying to create this patch a little bit and I, I pull some inspiration from Tommy ribs behind the idea of stout heart and things of that nature but I also am like let's fucking go you know let's LFG so yeah. so I mean I, I can't say as of like right now this day I have a mantra but um but I, I, um, being a part of craft, being a part yeah. of craft, I'm really inspiring humans that, that we get to, um, be involved in around. So, yeah. um, so there's no doubt that some of that's going to seep in. I like the interest in fashion. It, it makes me think we should reserve an episode later in the future to talk ultra running fashion over the years where there's like, <laughs> where, where the zeitgeist is right now. Um, yeah. what's coming down the pipeline. That's super cool. Um, Speaking of which, uh, talk about your gear for race day. What are you wearing in terms of like shoes, packs, stuff like that? I'm curious. Uh, well, I can't let too much out of the bag, but there's a proto. We got the protos oh, out. Oh, we got I the think. proto. <laughs> so, um, so craft, as we know, craft has some pretty spectacular shoes, and a lot of those were designed and supported through Tommy Ribs, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, they have a really beautiful platform, um, not only on the road but on the trail. Um, all that being said, though, they have been working on uh, some things internally to um, expand the portfolio as we think about drops and things of that nature. So I'm really excited to be um, hopefully involved in running in a prototype that everyone else will get to enjoy sooner rather than later awesome well tessa it has been a joy to have you on the podcast we are looking forward to following your race in a couple days here i'll make sure to link to all your socials in the show notes is there anything you want to leave the audience with before we go hey i guess i would say if you woke up today go do something that fills your cup hopefully awesome that's the perfect place to put a pen in it thanks again you bet thank you 
Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And before you leave, if you are a new listener, I have a favor to ask. Could you leave a rating and review of this show in your podcast player? If you could, it would mean a lot to me because it helps more passionate trail runners like yourself discover the show. Regardless, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back soon with many more interviews around Western States. Until then, I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and you have been listening to the Single Track Podcast.